Hey, welcome to the After Show. I am Marty Sloan, lead pastor of Calvary Church, and we're here today to kind of conclude our series we've had called Hope for Your Home. And I have the joy today to talk to two of our great couples here at Calvary today. So to this side of me is the Weathersby's. And give us your name real fast. Darnell Weathersby. Darnell. Yes, and I am his lovely wife, Charnel Weathersby. Charnel the Queen. Yes. yes. That's right. Yes. I know that from Facebook. And on this side, I have my friends. Ruizes. Ricardo. And Marta Ruiz. So we're going to have a great conversation today about Hope for Your Home. And we've been in the series, talked about lots of things. We kicked off with the topic on marriage. And that was, of course, Valentine's Day. And uh, if you guys got to hear that message, uh, let's talk about married life. First of all, um, what a better uh, relationship on the earth than being married. Right. So yes. how many years have you been married? 24. 24 years. Happily, happily married. Three kids. Three kids. <laughs> okay. Yes. And how many years? 16 this June with two lovely children. Two lovely children. Yeah, there you go. I like it. So, and your kids are roughly ages, uh, they're younger. Yes. Uh, so elementary school. Yeah, yes. We have a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. Okay, and then you have older kids. We have older kids. We yeah. have university kids already almost graduated. Wow. And we got one, uh, uh, she's in the middle of, of uh, college, and we have a high school. Okay, so your family goes from early 20s down to the teens. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you guys got quite the gamut. We got yeah. full hands right now. There you go. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the joys of married life. Let's just, let's just talk yeah. about joys. What's something that you guys enjoy about married life? You know, we enjoy date nights. I yes. think at the end of the week, just being able to come together and just, just sit still and just hang out and catch up on, you know, old Netflix TV shows or just speak about our challenges and share a cup of coffee or tea together. I think that's what we enjoy, the simplicity of marriage. It's, mm -hmm. you know, there's the opportunities to go away and get away and have kind of the big occasions. But I think for right now in the busyness of our weeks, it's just sitting still and finding time just to be together. Now, when you say share a cup of coffee, do you guys get each your own cup? <laughs> or, no. Do you actually share the cup or is it just we share... We, I'm messing with okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys enjoy about married life? Watching movies, right? We I, just I get together just... and, you know, just now that our kids are older, you know, we kind of want them to be with us, but they're they're already on their own. So mm -hmm. it's just like sitting on the sofa, watching movies together. Which is serious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think just, you know, spend time. Just time together. Yeah. yeah. You know, every relationship hinges on time. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, whether it's our spiritual walk with the Lord, that takes time. Yes. Whether it's a marital relationship mm -hmm. or, or friendships in life, they take time. So yeah. uh, in that line of thought, uh, time is a challenge for all of us. Yes. Time management. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, it's hard to think that the world survived on the same amount of hours right. that we have today right. since the beginning of time, right? Because it almost feels like when I was younger, there was more time on the yeah. earth. Right. And mm -hmm. I look at the world today, and time is a high commodity. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember most nights home as a child, and most nights, if I wasn't church, we were home. But mm -hmm. now it's like parents are running 24-7, yes. 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 and uh, that yeah. takes a toll on married life. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be intentional, I think, nowadays. Yeah. Because otherwise our schedules can take over. But at least yeah. we've found that we have to be intentional about whether it's scheduling time together or yeah. just making sure that 
we're intentional about saying no to things also mm -hmm. so that we have time together with the kids. They can't do every activity. Right. They right. can't be at everything. And we, the same, can't overcommit. So we have to just be intentional. Yeah. So say no. Yes. Yes. So how does that work, Darnell? Pretty good? Ouch. She helps me in the area a lot. <laughs> She's like, you know you can tell them no. So is he the yeah. overcommitter? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How do, you, how, do you guys, how do you guys guard time? Well, uh, we actually, we, uh, we got our own thing. We do exercise in our basement. Uh -huh. yeah. So we look for time to do exercise, to bond each other, you know, to have a little time on our own. Yeah. And, um, and I think we make it like a priority. Yes. That's, that's yes. another thing. We look thing especially that for that kind of time mm -hmm. to spend it, even doing exercise, you know, it's it's important to take care of our soul, but as body as well. So, Absolutely. You know, yes. so we try to encourage our kids to do the same thing. It's kind of hard, tough. <laughs> they don't want to do it. But, yeah, we kind of like, uh, we, we like to spend time together. Yeah. Because we have a plenty of time yeah. that we can spend together. So we enjoy it. Well, you know, in married life is really about building the idea of being together for a long time. Yes. yes. I mean, you know, when you married at a young age, uh, the idea was that I see you as a young person, but somebody else see you as an old person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that we've got to figure out how to navigate this life as through all the changes that happen to all of us. And, and we want to have a quality relationship as we get older, not a, not a more difficult one. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and we watch a lot of couples as life gets to that middle stage of life, it gets more bitter, mm -hmm. not more blessed. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're more disconnected once the kids leave out. So how do you guys uh, do your part to make sure that you never lose us in the middle of mm. us. In yeah. other words, before there was a family, there was a boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. right. Before yes. there was a husband, wife, there was a best friend. And so yeah. how do you bring all that together? And let me ask you men first. We'll kick off with Darnell. We'll yes. put you on the, on, the, no on the witness stand today to talk about this. <laughs> yes. Yes. Before the jury here, we're going to decide <laughs> if we approve your answer or not. Um, how, how have you kept yourself and your mindset in the idea of I can't lose us yeah and even though I got to be a husband a father yeah. I've got to be a, a principal right. I got work to do but I got to keep my girlfriend close Definitely. by how do you do that being a student of her oh, um, yeah. she's changed over the years and it's my job to understand how she's changed and how can I still make her smile the way I used to to cheer her on in her new pursuits because mm. a lot of times you're trying to judge things off of the old version right mm. but she's a new and improved version now right and i have to learn to appreciate that to learn from that and to bask in the woman she is today and cheer her on for the next season that she'll be matriculated in too so jury says thumbs up on that one <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know you what did. for me it was it was really hard because uh we got uh, Mary so young yeah. and um, uh, things were hard for, for us, but mm -hmm. I, I learned it the hard way, <laughs> say it that way. She teach me a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, she teach me how to uh, manage my time, manage uh, things that I do that put my family first. And um, I guess uh, what I have to do is I'm, doing, I'm being more intentional mm -hmm. in what I do and uh, try to spend the most time, the most time that I got with her uh, even, you know, uh, with the circumstances with the kids and all that. But we try to make priority uh, what we do together. Mm -hmm. And um, that's, that's, that's the things we got. She's, she's my, uh, my, like he says, she's my great teacher. I mean, I'm learning a lot. And, and God doesn't make mistakes when he says that 
as a helper, you know. So yes. I, I really thanks my wife because she is uh, something so special for me. That's that I, cool. Yeah, I and, and I like you say, I want to spend the rest of my life with her. So I got to do things that she loves, that, that she wants to do with me. So That's good. Yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, Sharnia, let's go to you now. How do you do this? Absolutely. You know, well, I think it's a, it's opposite that I try to give Darnell space so that he can grow as an individual, and then he's a better husband that mm. way. And I think I've had to learn that too over the mm. years. It's, you know, we live together, we do life together, but at some point we can't stop developing ourselves yeah. as individuals. We can't stop growing spiritually. Just him spending time with his guys, you know, all of that has helped him be a better husband. So when he does come to the table to be a mate, you know, or a friend, he's better off. But I've learned that we can't do everything and be everywhere. Like that was great in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at, at some point, we had to take a step back, and and he's been awesome in that, and saying, hey, you, it'd be great for you to go to this conference so that you can continue to develop yourself, or make sure you're spending time in your word to develop spiritually. Make sure you're getting time away from the kids so that you're not going crazy. You know? <laughs> so it's all those little times yeah. of just develop. I think it's just more development, you know, okay. and just making sure that I'm staying healthy, yes. he's staying healthy, and then together we're better as a couple as a result. That's cool. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yes. All right. Yes. What do you do, Marta? How do you, how do you engage this idea of keeping us a priority in the marriage? Well, um, like we said, our, our kids are older, you know, and, and you think that just because they're old, you know, they're not going to be around a lot, but our kids are always, always, always with us. Always They're with us. always, always, always <laughs> But that's a good thing. It is, it is a good thing, you know, but um, I feel like we, you know, I had to talk to my kids. Um, we went on vacation um, two weeks ago, and I said, listen, and this was our first time that I told them this, and it, it felt weird, but I was like, listen, we need our time, you know, not that we don't want to be with you guys, but, you know, we need some time. At the end of the vacation, we, we didn't took that we time. Took the time. <laughs> we it was so fast. And then my, my youngest son, he said, Mom, you said that you were going to take time, and, you know, you didn't do it. And I was like, oh, yes, I, we didn't do it. Yeah. But, you know, we, we try just to, to be together, to have that time. Like, they know that we're, when we are in a room, you know, they're not supposed to come, you know, they're supposed to have, we are we want that privacy and yeah. you know it is i think it's really important for them to know and understand yes. my youngest the other day he said you know mom you should go on vacation with that just you and him and i said but what about you and you know your sister he said no you, you know just go by yourself it's fine it's healthy for you guys and i said Okay, oh, I was, we were just talking, <laughs> and you know what, we were just talking about in our way yeah. here about that, you know, we should do something like that too. Yeah, and it also, not, not that this is the topic, but it also um, gives them a chance to try being alone yeah. without mom and dad around. Yeah. It gives them a great opportunity. Yeah. Uh, something my wife and I have done, because our kids are older as well, the 20 and 24, uh, since we were able to legally leave them alone, we began to do that. There are yeah. certain age limits on leaving kids alone. Either. Yeah. When they were younger, it's just going to the store, and then it was going out for a weekend, then it was going out for a couple of days, and then it was, hey, we're going to be gone for the week. And you know, as they yeah. got older, mm -hmm. and it was actually a time to give them some balance about how to manage life. Yeah. 
yeah. how to organize your schedule, how to get to school, mm-hmm. how to get home, how to go to football practice, how to do all your stuff. Yes. Uh, and we're not going to be around to give you any insight or any pointers because when they go to move out, if they've never had that latitude, right. and then they go to college and they're in a dorm by themselves and never had mom not wake them up in the morning yeah. mm-hmm. or dad not go, hey, why are you still sleeping? Then they're, yeah. they're missing that. So it's actually a building block for them as well. And it's a great retreat for mom and dad. Yes. It's a great time to get away. And I think it also examples for our children yes. that before there was you guys, yes. we were together. Yeah. And we're going to be together when you're gone. Yes. And so anytime you want to leave, go ahead. You know? yeah. And so I think it's a good conversation. So let's bounce over to kids. That was a, kind of the second message in the series. And we're kind of doing a, uh, a complete review of everything. And um, we talked about the idea of you know, generations, we had our, our yes. staff team up there ministering, did a great mm-hmm. job. And the importance of building in our children spiritual heritage. Yes. And so if, if we could, let's just take a second and maybe share what you go. We'll kick off over here. Uh, what have you guys done to build sp- spiritual heritage uh, into your children? Well, you know what? We, um, like we said, we got married really young. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of mistakes. And... We are so intentional on talking with our kids. When we received Christ, um, the oldest, she was 11, 11, 11, 9, and 3 years old. Okay. So, you know, we make devotionals. Sometimes it's not fun for them, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just want to be like, oh, not right now, Mom. But it's (laughs) like, let's do it, you know. Yeah. We have to do this, you know, we need to, as a family, you know, look at the Word and, and, you know, just talk about it. And we have these beautiful times. Um, we do it Saturday mornings, yes. um, you know, on breakfast, you know, just talk about what the Bible says. And it's really, really, you know, um, it's, it's so good to talk about the Bible with your kids Absolutely. in that level. Yeah. And I, feel, I just feel like we're really intentional on yes. that. And, of, of course, right now I got all my three kids that are involved in church. So they one, one she's uh, graduating for art. And uh, the other one, she's uh, uh, she's studying here on CLC. So they they re- they really want to serve the Lord. They mm-hmm. want to be missionaries. So awesome. I mean, I guess if we're doing, in be intentional in how we teach them about God, you know, and and be a be leave a legacy to them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I think the most important thing is that, yeah, we can have these devotionals, um, but if they don't see it. Like in us, us, you know, if if it's not real in us, it's it's gonna be harder for them to to get it. But and I feel like that's why we are um, really intentional. Mm -hmm. I think what we do and what we are, and and it's because we want them to you know to live it in in a you know in a different way. Interesting, not not to uh, jump on top of your uh, point, but to affirm the fact that you had to start where you were. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of families may go, well, hey, well, I'm, we just got saved, so why try? Mm-hmm. Or not everybody has a journey in which yeah. they be, you know, began in Christ or were, right. you know, in church their whole life yes. and married someone in the church. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have to figure out, oh my goodness, what do I do now? I just got saved, yeah. and I've already got a family. I'm already in this situation, but where mm-hmm. do we go from here? So I want to just say congratulations on picking up life where you were and mm-hmm. building from that day forward. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because you can't go back, you can't rewind. And right. um, I just want to commend you for journeying from where you are because that's true for so many people today. 
that yeah. they're not in the best situation. They're in a struggling yeah. moment, and they're trying to figure out, well, how do I bring all this together? Because yeah. the truth is the gospel is for people who are broken because yeah. all of yeah. us are broken exactly. by sin. Yeah. And yes. so let me bounce over here real fast. Yeah. How, how do you guys do that with your kids? So I think for us, a lot of times, you know, like we said, being intentional, but just allowing Christ to be relevant in day-to-day -day life. Mm -hmm. So as they're so navigating good. school, as we navigate death in the family, as we navigate mm -hmm. real life issues, one, we're trying to model God is keeping mom and dad. Mm -hmm. God is keeping us and directing us. Here's how he's doing it. Um, if they have a bad day at school, let's, you know, let's break this down. Let's talk about it, but then let's pray about it. Let's yeah. potentially go to the word and see what God says about it. So I think by the grace of God, he's allowed us to model for them as we're walking with him, what that looks like and letting him in on why we do what we do. Why mm -hmm. is church important? Why is reading the word important? And that Christ is relevant in every aspect of their lives, even at an early age. Yeah, that's cool. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, and letting your kids see you in real lifetime. Yes. Yes. I think that's that's huge for us. Yeah. I mean, as we're making decisions mm -hmm. that are scary for us yeah. as a family, we let the kids know, you know, we, Dad and I are unsure about this, but we're walking by faith and yeah. Yeah. trusting and believing in God, and let's pray together about it. Yeah. Um, I, I, for example, when we made a job change in yes. our household, it was a big deal, right? And so I was nervous and Darnell mm -hmm. was nervous. And, you know, at breakfast, I remember that morning, yeah. we said, let's pray as a family and we're stepping out in faith and we'll let, let God show you how he works. Yeah. And I think oftentimes yes. <laughs> we'd say, God, you need to show up so yes. our kids can see you, mm -hmm. be real. Yeah. And, you know, if they wake up because they're fearful in the middle of the night mm -hmm. or, you know, the monsters in the closet because we're at that age now. Yeah. You know, or things like that, we say, let's pray about it, let's mm -hmm. talk about it. Um, and I think that has allowed them to, uh, for God to be real to them in so yeah. many ways in the small things that it's just, it's better than memorize the scripture. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. <laughs> you know, I think that they appreciate the memorizing, but it's, it's when life really hits mm -hmm. and then they yeah. really see, okay, this is how it works. Right. Let yeah. me encourage you. Monsters in the closet soon gives way to paying car insurance. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's hope in the journey ahead. Appreciate that. So yeah, just I just want to help you. Yeah, you know, I just want to encourage you. Um, so let's let's roll out the third week of the series, which was uh, Pastor Sean talking about this bigger idea of of God-centered homes and mm -hmm. legacy. Mm -hmm. And he made a statement that he got, I think, from Pastor Jason that he uh, said it few months ago and that is that you may not have come from a good family mm -hmm. but a good family can come from you yes yes and I know many people were touched by that and I yeah. heard about that for days on end mm -hmm. and to me it's such an empowering statement yeah and it's such a true state about the gospel yes. it's, yeah. it's really what Jesus can do through your life mm -hmm. yes so I don't know anyone here's story I don't know where you came from family wise I have no idea your journey but does, does that statement encourage you? Does yes. that build faith in you? Absolutely. So I'll definitely um, tackle that because that's literally my testimony. Okay. Um, coming from a divorce background um, and, um, you know, navigating young adulthood and manhood with my dad not being present. Mm -hmm. And God gave me a very deep passion to 
be the dad I never had, to be the husband I didn't see. Um, and by the grace of God, now I'm married to my beautiful queen and raising two children with the understanding that I want you to be better than me. Mm -hmm. So from brokenness, God made me whole. Yeah. From brokenness, God has given me a platform and a testimony to break that generational curse, mm -hmm. to break that generational yeah. cycle so that my children only know wholeness. But mm -hmm. God can take a broken piece, a broken crayon, if you will, and still make something masterful. Yeah. So that, that's definitely my heart, not only for my children, but for young men I get to mentor um, and pour into to say, brokenness may be your current reality, but it does not have to be your destination. Yeah. So Yeah, that's true. That's good. Yes. You, you said broken crayon. Bishop Bronner's yes. message. Yes. Man, that was a powerful sermon yes, revival. Yes, that stuck with uh, me. Broken crayon, still color. Man, that yes. was a powerful mm. moment. Yes. yes. Um, Charnel, anything to add not, to that element? I mean, element? just adding on that, again, it starts with us. You know, whether we're trying to break the cycle of abuse or, right. you know, I had a passive ag aggressive father or I had, you know, people who weren't emotionally present, like they mm. were physically present, but not emotionally. Mm. So mm. trying to be an emotional mom and yeah. all those things were really challenging for me yeah. in, in the early years. And, right. and just knowing that we can make the choice every day to set a different example. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, oh. you know, we keep using the word intentional because I think that that's really yeah. what it comes down to. Is mm -hmm. I, I had to be aware, we had to be aware that this generational, whether it's a curse or happening, upbringing is a part of me. Right. But w by God's grace, it doesn't have to be who I am. Yes. And just really making sure that I'm intentional that, you know, I want to say this, but I'm going to be intentional in actually saying this to my kids mm -hmm. and say it over and over again. So mm -hmm. that now becomes the norm. And that yes. now becomes what I preach every day. Yeah, yeah. What about you guys? That, yeah. Does that statement kind of give you hope? Does it build faith? Does it empower you? We both um, come from a dysfunctional family, yeah. um, you know, and it was really hard at the beginning when we got first got married. Um, you know, we did everything wrong. I mean, everything, <laughs> everything, everything, our <laughs> marriage, you know, everything, everything. And so when when I received Christ, I was 30 years old and I used to say, well, why didn't I knew you better, you know, before? Um, those 30 years you know I could have done things differently but then just praying and thinking about it one day I said you know what if I went through all of that for my kids not to go through that and and for them to have a different life than what we had then you know I learned it and, and it's okay you know and it's fine and I'm gonna get up and do things differently and that curse, like you were saying, it stops there. Yes. Like it's not going through our generations anymore, yeah. you know? That's so good. Yeah. I, th I think that, uh, that's really interesting because uh, the, the mistakes that we make, that's, that's what we were talking earlier, uh, we be intentional to our kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I, we don't have our, um, our um, both of us, we don't have our dad present at home yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, she, uh, her, her mom and dad separated from when she was 11. Mm -hmm. And uh, me, I didn't have my dad uh, as an example or as a mentor to me, mm -hmm. uh, the, the opposite way. So now, I, now that I know God and know Jesus, you know, I'm trying to do everything in my hand uh, that I can do to, to um, help my kids, to empower my kids, to encourage mm -hmm. my kids, 
and to show them the love. You know, because if we say that the love of God, we, us as a parents is the most closest that, that they have. Yeah. That we have that we are the representation of God. Oh yeah. yeah. So we try to give them the, the love that they need so they can they don't have to go outside and looking for love, you know. Hugs, I hug I hug my girls, my boy, mm-hmm. you know, I tell them I love them, I kiss them. I don't care if they, ah, daddy, don't do that. You know, like, I don't care because I love them and I just want to teach them and I, I just want to show them the demonstration, the love that we got for them and that I don't have when I was their age. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. absolutely. You know, I think about that statement and that really is the essence of the gospel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is no matter where you've come from, your future can be different. Yes. yes. And I think so much, so much of our world today has built in the narrative that something about your life has predetermined what mm-hmm. you can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is part of the way the gospel is very countercultural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, in Christ, uh, we're a new creation. Yeah. Yes. Uh, old things have passed away, all things have yeah. become mm-hmm. new. And so it's so cool to hear your story and to hear your stories because you guys have all taken the idea that no matter where I've come from, right. yeah. Yeah. I can create a different future yeah. yes. and uh, it can stop with me yes. and it can start with me. Right. Yes. A yeah. new day can start with me as part Definitely. of my family. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of our move to our next topic, which was this past weekend yes. um, at Calvary Church. And we kind of landed the plane on the idea that, uh, you know, a hope for your home is found by by you know choosing right relationships by by planning your life by the right streams mm-hmm. and then we landed the plane on the idea of standing in the gap for generations yes that hope for our home is built on the idea of living righteous in a wicked world yeah. and i think our world today has a lot of contrast it tries to bring out yeah and there's lots of talking points and i landed the plane on the idea yesterday that that it's really about wickedness and righteousness. Yeah. Mm. And it's not about anything else. Because yeah. all those, all the things happening in the world today fall in those two categories. Right. One's righteous and one's mm-hmm. wicked. Mm-hmm. So, and then we talked about standing the gap. So let me just ask this question. How do you, and we'll, we'll kick off over here because I'm leaning this way already. So how do you guys stand in the gap for your family? How do you, and Dad, I'm going to look at you first. How do you as the father, the protector, the husband, how do you stand in the gap for your family? Well, like, like you say in the message, uh, the, the most power that we, the guy gave it to us, it was a power of election. Choosing, decision. decision. Yeah. So we choose to be different, to yep. be for a family, you know. Like for my wife, I, I stand up for my wife, and uh, um, um, I try to tell them how much I love her sometimes, uh, we make mistakes, and we make on, on our path. We make some uh, mistakes, but we try to fix it. And um, and my kids, like I was saying before, you know, I try to tell them and teach them what's the most important thing. And there's not the value of the war, the world. You know, the, what, how, mu- how much money we can get, or, or how, what employment we can get, and all that stuff. But there's the most important thing is to just to look look for God. You know, and and like I'm saying, you know, my my kids, they're all serving God. And it's the satisfa- satisfaction more uh, amazing that a father we can have, you know, yes. seeing your kids serving. You know, when so many families, they want their kids in church, not even just serving, they just want to become a ch- a church to know Christ. But my, my family is here, so I always teach them and, and tell them the most important thing is, is to be with God and let God be guiding you and teaching yeah. you the right way to, to make, you know, the decisions to make. 
Yeah. Yeah. We um, learned from Pastor, Pastor Angel that you, he said one day, you see my, my sons being pastors. And yeah, they, God has a calling for them, you know, and he had a calling for them. But he said, I was intentional mm -hmm. with my kids. And I, I feel like that really um, stayed with me in my heart because I talk to my kids a lot of everything, you know. And every, every time that I see them, like, struggling with their faith, I talk to them, I pray with them, you know, and I, I feel like we're, I am really intentional in that area, you know, I don't, I don't just, I pray, you know, but I, I talk to them and I look deep and to see what is the problem, yeah. you know, and because sometimes it's hard and sometimes you would just want it like a parent, you just want to give up and, and say, you know what, it's easier for, you know, for me to just let it be, yeah. but you have to like, um, Pastor Alberto was saying yesterday, you have to stand up like um, Nehemiah for, in 4.14, I think it's, mm -hmm. it's saying that you have to fight. Mm -hmm. You have to fight for your, your kids, your wife, your, you know, and, and your husband, your family. And that's something that we have to do. We, we can just give up on our kids wow. and their struggles, yeah. you know. You just got to stay with them. I mean, yeah. Yeah. all of us. Now, question for you before I bounce the weather beast. Did you guys go to English and Spanish at Calvary, or just which one did you guys attend? We, we, we usually attend Spanish. Spanish? Okay. Yeah, but we can miss English because I got my kids over there, and, <laughs> and they're always talking about it, and, oh, Dad, look at this. Pastor <laughs> yes. Marty preached these, yeah. and you got to hear that. And so yeah. Sometimes you catch yeah. both. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I promise you this. Alberto has better Spanish than I do, just so you know. He speaks better <laughs> Spanish than I do. <laughs> Weathers Beast, yes. how do you guys stand in the gap for your family? I think the biggest thing is just being transparent. Um, one thing I always try to do is model authenticity mm -hmm. and let my wife know and let my children know, even when I make a mistake, mm -hmm. I have to be man enough to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want my children to think, oh, my dad's perfect, but my dad very much strives to be consistent. Mm -hmm. yeah. Consistent and doing right by us, but also when he drops the ball, be the first one to man up and say, oh, dad messed that one up, or <laughs> yeah. babe, I messed that up. You know, yeah. I think they need to see both sides of that. So much yeah. the world presents a, a version of manhood that's toxic, mm -hmm. that I can. I don't make mistakes, and I'm always right. And we know that's not true. And not my true. kids need to know that it's okay to be imperfect, but be mm. morally grounded enough and biblically grounded enough to show the world what true Christianity looks mm -hmm. like. Yeah. So I, I definitely much take pride in modeling that for them, and just being a protector of their emotional stability. Yeah. You know, if my wife is not feeling right or not feeling the best, I'm very much, hey, we're going to speak life over this. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going down this negative route. Or if my kids are feeling sad, acknowledging how they feel in the moment, but then letting them see what God so wants good. to do or could do in their situation. So, so you can't run from the bad because it happens. We live in a fallen world. Yeah. But I take pride in making sure my wife and my children understand how to navigate when those seasons come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so good. Charnel? Absolutely. 
Um, teaching our ch children to be bold and courageous. Yes. I think at the end of the day, I mean, they are in public schools. I mean, yeah. That in of itself, you know, just helping them to know that you don't have to quote scripture every day with your friends when you're out playing, but you can live out. Yes. What you know the be the scripture. Says. Absolutely. You can be mm -hmm. the scripture mm -hmm. and just teaching them to, to not crumble in opportunities to stand up for what they know is right yeah. mm -hmm. and that their character is the best thing. So we teach a lot about yes. character and your yeah. choices and your decisions and being mm -hmm. mindful of the words that you say and yes. how you say it. Just on the car right here, we were talking about how could you say this better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but I just just want them to be bold and courageous and that's I think how we I stand in the gap yes. between righteousness and wickedness is teaching them to not crumble you know mm. to not so good. Uh, fall by the wayside when um, they're on social media and yeah. they're on you know their own little platforms that kids are on but how do they not go by the wayside and just go with the norm in the midst of their peer pressure situations yeah. but where can they be bold and courageous and stand up for what they know is right and what they may think is not right or yeah. not wrong but mm -hmm. be bold in their own choices and confident in that you know when my parents were raising me they were able to protect us from a lot of things in the world uh, the world has shifted drastically, yes. yeah. mm -hmm. and now it's about not just protection, and you need to have protection for your kids, mm -hmm. yes. but it's also preparing them for Correct. when they do yes. see things, yeah. hear things, experience things that mm -hmm. aren't right for them. they got to make a decision, mm -hmm. yes. uh, because yeah. regretfully today, it is not as easy to protect as it was 30, yeah. 40 years ago, because exactly. the world is much more yeah. uh, like a fire hydrant. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned authenticity in yes. reality, and I was thinking about this because our whole world today is surrounded by people that we celebrate who've had all kinds of failures. Mm -hmm. uh, you take mm -hmm. sports, for example. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I know one of our one of our, our video guys here at the church. He's a huge Michael Jordan fan. Right. And he loves Jordan to death and worships his birthday and just okay. crazy about Jordan. But he missed some shots, right? Definitely. And so, uh, even the greatest of the greats make misses, right? right. And mm -hmm. so, I think it's great to know that. You can still be a good person. Yes. The Bible says a good man stumbles. Yes. But he yes. gets up. Yes. And he journeys on. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's great to encourage our kids when you do stumble, mm -hmm. when you do fall, yeah. don't be afraid to get up. Don't be afraid yeah. to put hands and say, yeah, that was me. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was yeah. me. Yeah. You know, the, the, the sin nature tries to hide, right? Right. Yeah. Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, they tried to hide. I, I always tell my kids when you when you mess up, get to me as quick as you can. Yeah. yeah. Because I I can help you better the quicker you get to me. Right. But if I hear about it two months later, it may be more difficult to process the journey. So right. you guys have been awesome in this conversation. I want to thank you for coming out and thank just you. sharing with our church family and those who watch us on YouTube and our and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, thank you for sharing your life and thank you for being part of Calvary Church. And yeah. I appreciate all of you so much, and it's a joy to be your pastor and journey through life with you. And so I want to just say thank you. That's our time for today, and my friends have done a tremendous job. And I want to encourage you as you watch this, if you've enjoyed this, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast here at Calvary Church. And we would love to have you week after week join us for the after show, kind of the message behind the message, okay? And we'll see you guys next week right here on the after show.